Hey y'all, welcome back to Black Girl Speaks Again, and it is your host, Nay. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Did you miss me? Because I missed y'all. But for reals though, last weekend, this past weekend, it was my birthday. And honestly, I can show the utmost gratitude for being able to wake up and experience another day and I know it sounds a little corny but the first thing I did when I woke up was like I'm here I'm alive I'm breathing oxygen in my lungs and all I could really do was express gratitude you know but I am excited to be entering a new chapter of my life I'm excited to see what this year holds for me as I really make my way through adulthood and just growing as a young woman, as a young black woman and cultivating new and creative endeavors and pushing boundaries. And I'm not saying other people boundaries, but pushing these boundaries I've placed on myself that may have kept me restricted from trying new things. I'm excited to have the opportunities to step outside my comfort zone and really just do what makes me feel good. So again, I am grateful to see another year. And honestly, I really enjoyed my birthday. And that's all I really can say. Like, I enjoyed myself. I looked good. I felt good. And again, I'm excited to see what this year holds for me but with that being said it is a libra season so happy birthday to all my beautiful venusian libras okay libras are ruled by venus the planet of love beauty pleasure and libras are also air signs which means they are the intellectuals of the zodiac And they are a cardinal sign, which means they are the beginning of a season. So Libras start, they start the fall equinox. And that's so funny because my birthday is literally when fall happens. Or it's like the day after or the day of. So I find that kind of funny. But again, happy birthday to all my Libras top tier And with further ado, let's get into today's episode. So I have been so busy just like this past month with a lot of things going on. And I honestly felt like this past week, actually past two weeks, I've been kind of on autopilot. I've been in such go, go, go mode. And I decided to really take some time out today to kind of slow down because I've been so busy, so, so busy. And I had a therapy session today and I realized that I haven't really made time to kind of slow down and really reconnect with me. And I have really been reflecting on prioritizing my peace of mind. And really trying to figure out the ways that I can protect my peace. Because 
right now. There is so much going on. And with me constantly being on this go mode, I didn't have time to really slow down. And I wouldn't say I didn't have time. I just, again, my body has been on autopilot. So my mind, my body really, to me, have not been aligned. So I'm going to give y'all some ways, actually 10 ways to protect your peace. So number one, prayer. Now, you don't necessarily have to be religious to say a prayer, okay? Think of a prayer, if you're more spiritual, think of a prayer as an affirmation, right? So this prayer could be you venting about what's on your mind, what's on your heart. This prayer could be for protection. This prayer could be for peace. This prayer could be communicating to your spirit guides or this prayer could be praying to your God, whatever the case may be. But being able to say a prayer and say what's on your mind out loud really allows yourself to vocally hear what's going on. I find that being able to speak what's on your mind, like when I talk about journaling or another thing, side note, another thing I like to do, like when I'm doing my prayer, I like to actually record them so I can go back and listen to it and listen what's what's going on and what I've been dealing with. But prayer has really helped me communicate what's what's on my heart. And I know that I like to say prayers for protection, especially. But again, you don't have to be religious necessarily to say a prayer. But if you are religious, that is a good time to lean into your religion. Or if you are spiritual, a prayer is a good idea to lean into your spirituality and really strengthen the bond with what you believe in. Because on here, I'm never going to say there's a right or wrong way to believe in what you believe in as long as you're doing what you desire what you need in your aspect so prayer is number one number two rid yourself of negativity and back to the prayer you can use a prayer to rid yourself of negativity so you can say a prayer like I remove any energy that does not belong. I I remove any stagnant energy that does not belong, anything that's holding me back. You can say that. Another good way to remove um, negativity, if you like carrying crystals, you can carry crystals like black obsidian. Black obsidian actually helps with creating a like blockage against um, negativity. Um and if you like to sage, I don't recommend saging because it is a ancient practice related or sacred to the Native Americans. So if you are interested in doing something similar, you can do like Florida water. Florida water is a good one. You can literally use Florida water with so many different things such as cleaning your house. You can clean your house with Florida water to rid yourself of any negative energy. You can use Florida water in your baths if you take spiritual baths. You can carry a little bit of on you. Spiritual water, spiritual water. Florida water has so many versatile ways that it can be used. You can use dragon's blood. It's like a, it's red. It has herbs in it. 
You can use that. You can, you know, cleanse your air, cleanse your energy with that. You can use Palo Santos, personally, my fave. A good thing I like to do is if I'm feeling a bit stagnant, I'll burn some Palo Santos and really kind of get that up in the air because sometimes you can just kind of feel when things are stale. Another good thing to do is getting rid of like old clothes you don't need and clothes that you don't need take up space, take up space from being able to bring in new things. So getting rid of things that you don't use, clothes, furniture, whatever the case may be, if it's just taking up space in your home, you can you can do that, get rid of it. Get rid of it that way. Another way, um, this is kind of extreme, you don't have to do it, but get a haircut. You know, hair holds energy. And if you feel like, look, it's time to get a trim, get you a trim. But there are many ways that you can kind of rid yourself of negativity. Honestly, if you the negative aspect in this situation, you can kind of journal and reflect on, you know, what are you being negative about? Is it a job? Is it a a friend, a coworker, and kind of get to the bottom of how you're feeling and if possible, come up with a solution. And I really recommend practicing shifting your perspective. That is a good way when you are in a negative mindset. And by the way, emotions such as like sadness, that's not negativity, by the way. Negativity is being like, for example, ugh. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do this. You know, instead of telling yourself that, you can change the narrative, shift the perspective. Okay, I may not get it right now, but if I practice, I'll get it eventually. You see? So, number three, create a safe space. Now, a safe space can be anything, honestly. A safe space could be your room. If you have the resources, invest in your room, invest in buying things that remind you of who you are, is a reflection of who you are. If you love plants, I recommend getting a few plants. If you like candles, get some candles, but really cultivate a safe space for yourself. And say, for example, the room is, it may be your safe space, but say you like to read or something. Um, you can, hey, go to the library, create a little space where you can read. You get what I'm saying? Or your safe space can maybe be your favorite cafe that you love to go to to pick up your daily coffee. A safe space can be whatever you feel makes you feel safe in that moment. And you can just kind of be, you don't have to force it. So creating a safe space for yourself is recommended when it comes down to protecting your peace because whenever you are feeling overwhelmed you can go to your safe space and you can feel those feels you can do what you need to do you don't feel like you have to you know step out your comfort zone that is like your little comfort zone in a sense number four having a support system i say this all the time how important community is i think that although individuality is important I also hold that being able to create a space for yourself and have a support system is so important it's so important being able to lean on people being able to have a group of people that you can come to when times are rough we are not meant to do everything by ourselves we are meant to 
have a community. You know that saying, it takes a village to raise a child? Think of it like that. Like we need people. We need human connection. And if you have friends, family, whoever that you love and care for, do not be afraid to lean on them. Do not be afraid to send a text message to a friend you haven't spoken to in a few weeks. You never know. They might need that. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't be afraid to express your love. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And don't be afraid to really be like, look, y'all, I'm going through it right now. Is it okay if I rant? Is it okay if I get these things off my chest? It really does help you in the long run. But hold on. I'll be right back. I got my chamomile tea sitting on the side of me. But having a support system really goes a long way. Number five, a social media cleanse. Now, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I love me some TikTok. I love me some TikTok. I can't lie. TikTok is so funny sometimes. But I have to recognize when I'm spending too much time on social media. And honestly, wholeheartedly i believe that social media can be very overwhelming if you think about it we're consuming so much content a day like our brains need a break from that our brains need a break from this overload consumption we have to be able to take space from our devices and honestly the best way to really kind of cleanse your social media is unfollowing unfriending people who you know, maybe you don't vibe with, like, honestly, say you had beef with a person. Actually, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Say, for example, you ain't spoken to these people in like eight years. You don't really care what they got going on. It's okay to unfollow them. It's okay to unfollow people, unfriend people. It's not the end of the world. And unfriending or unfollowing a person doesn't have to be so personal either. It can just simply mean, hey, Ain't no beef, ain't no animosity, but I really don't care what you're posting. It is what it is. Unfollow people that you know y'all views are not aligned at all. And it's okay to have different beliefs on certain things. But I'm talking about if you fall in a person where you just like, oh, nah, that's not it. That's that's not it. Then that's okay. Um, Deleting social media, going on a 24-hour cleanse or being like, Hey, I'm not going to check social media first thing when I wake up. I'm not going to check social media before I go to bed. I'm actually going to take a break for an hour while I journal or while I watch a little bit of Netflix. Like, you get what I'm saying? And I feel like there's so much happening on social media. Again, it's like this overload of consumption. Social media, constantly being exposed to other people's lives, it's it's too much. And another thing that could be really good is deleting things in your phone that you don't need. If you got pictures of things, places that don't resonate anymore, old text messages, get rid of it. And it's Mercury retrograde, so I feel like this is a good time to be getting rid of things that you no longer need. There's six planets in retrograde, by the way. So, yeah, things are things are crazy out here. But don't be afraid to take a social media cleanse. Don't be afraid to delete things that don't don't resonate with you no more. Don't be afraid to unfriend people, mute people, block people, whatever the case may be. This is you trying to protect your own peace of mind. Number six, feel your feelings. Now, 
as someone who intellectualizes their feelings a lot, it really takes me a little bit longer to actually feel how I'm feeling. And that also means recognizing what my body feels. How is it showing up in my body? So when I'm stressed, I can, my shoulders are tense, you know, my palms are a little sweaty. And just know that not everything is supposed to make sense. You don't have to make sense of your feelings. You don't have to have a long explanation of why you're sad. It's okay to just be sad. You know, one thing I recognize is allowing myself to feel the feeling if I'm sad or mad or angry and then letting it pass through really allows me to get over things instead of being like, oh, I'm sad. Well, I'm going to, you know, shove that feeling down later. And then if you constantly do that, it builds up. And now you're having a mental breakdown. Now you're feeling overwhelmed because you don't give yourself an opportunity to feel. And with that takes practice. And if you feel as though you can't do it by yourself, I always recommend therapy. There are some options out there if you cannot afford therapy. But if you can and you have the resources and you definitely think that you may need extra help with that, I recommend therapy. But we're human. It's okay to be sad, mad, happy, angry, whatever. It's all part of the human experience. And that sounds easier said than done. Oh yeah, just feel your feelings, but it can actually be a little difficult, especially if you are not used to that. And especially if you are not used to expressing it. So take some time, be kind and compassionate to yourself. Number seven, connecting with yourself. Connecting with yourself. I did a yoga practice that focused on connecting with your body. Because again, I've been on go mode and really allowing myself to slow down and really get in tuned and really do some breath work, I feel more connected with myself than I did this past week. And I think it's so important. Breath work is so important. I really recommend if you haven't tried it, you should try it. Sit down for a little bit or stand up, whichever one you prefer, and take some deep breaths. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Practice that. If you may struggle with regulating your feelings or like say you get angry really fast and you you know your type of person you're like oh, I'm so mad I can, I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I recommend deep breathing because it really does allow you to kind of think clearly another way I like to connect with myself is going for walks especially if I'm really anxious going for walks allows me to clear my head hold on one second Going for walks really allow me to clear my head. So finding ways to connect with yourself. Connect with yourself through pleasure. Okay? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Connect with yourself whatever whatever ways that make you feel like you again. And if you don't know, it's okay. You can start small. You can Google some things to do. 
but really getting in tuned with you great way to protect your peace because honestly when you're in tuned with yourself you don't let the outside world interfere with who you are because you're connected to yourself number nine cut the toxicity now this is kind of similar to ridding yourself of negative negativity but i'm gonna i'm gonna frame this one a little different when i say cut the toxicity I mean, stop engaging in habits that don't serve you. And again, that's easier said than done. But if you know that you got way too much screen time on your phone or you know hanging out with those people are are not good for your mental health and you know that relationship is stressing you out, find ways to remove yourself. Find ways to be like, yeah. I want something different. Engaging in things that are not good for you is a form of self-harm. And if you know that these things are not serving you, make a plan to disengage. And that is easier said than done. But again, be patient with yourself. And really give herself some grace, some compassion, because none of this like happens overnight. It really does take a sense of self-awareness and it really does take being able to sit down with yourself and being like, yo, this this is not working. This ain't working. This is not working. So being like, hey, that's not good for me. So let me create better patterns better habits that are beneficial for me and number 10 practicing releasing and letting go now you can use all these steps to get to a place of being able to let things go and personally It takes me kind of a long time to let things go, depending on the severity. But by allowing myself to feel my feels, by connecting with myself, by removing myself from things that don't serve me, I realize that I can let things go. Practice the art of detachment. Stop trying to control every little outcome. Stop trying to force outcomes. Learn to let go. Learn to put your faith in you or whomever you believe in, whatever you believe in. But allow yourself to sometimes sit in the passenger side, okay? That is totally okay. So those are some ways that you can protect your peace of mind. Protect your peace. Because there are people out here who are wicked that will come into your space to disrupt and disturb what you got going on. And you have to be aware of people, places, things, habits that are not healthy for you. And that really does take a sense of awareness. So, I hope these are helpful. But before I end this episode i want to say a affirmation i am connected to my body 
I am connected to my body. I can feel my feelings. I can feel my feelings. That's all I got for y'all today. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all time. Peace.